0: that's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. You are solely
1: responsible for your interactions with other listeners of the Love Zone USA. You understand that the Love Zone USA does not in any way screen its listeners, nor does the Love Zone USA inquire into the backgrounds of its listeners or attempt to verify the statements of its listeners. The Love Zone USA makes no representations or warranties as to the conduct of its listeners or their compatibility with any current or future listeners. In no event shall the Love Zone USA or Blog Talk Radio be liable for any damages whatsoever, whether direct, indirect, general, special, compensatory, consequential, and or incidental arising out of or relating to the conduct of you or anyone else in connection with the use of this service, including without limitation bodily injury, emotional distress, and or any other damages resulting from communications or meetings with other listeners of this service or persons you meet through this service. You agree to take reasonable precautions in all interactions with other listeners of the Love Zone USA, particularly if you decide to meet in person. In addition, you understand that the Love Zone USA makes no guarantees... Either express or implied, regarding your ultimate compatibility with individuals you meet through listening to The Love Zone USO. The Love Zone USO. The Love Zone USO. USA, where you get the best variety of music anywhere on the internet, and we're going to prove that tonight. I did a little homework, and uh, I always say, you know, all DJs have the same music, but it's not what music you play, it's how you play the music. Now, we know there's Spotify and Pandora and all the rest of them out there, but we stand in a zone by ourselves when we say variety, so we want you to notate that. In any case, if you want to listen to us, there are several ways. I want to do some house cleaning. You can check us out at our website or on Facebook, facebook facebook.com backslash thelovezoneusa. And you can do the same at Twitter, backslash thelovezoneusa if you want to make a comment. Same thing with Instagram, thelovezoneusa. And we're on TuneIn. We're Stitcher. We're uh, with iTunes and also iHeartRadio. The Love Zone USA. You can find us there with our handle. Well, tonight, well, we've got another celebrity from days past, back in the day, and he's still doing his thing. Who do we have? Well, it's Lenny Williams, former lead singer of a group called Tower of Power. That's when bands started taking the scene in the R&B era, and he was the lead singer for that band and uh, recorded several hits that you'll hear tonight, as well as his new music, as he uh, ventured off into a solo career. So be sure to get on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Tell your friends to tune in. Tonight is the night. We're going to be featuring the music of Mr. Lenny Williams and his new single called Fine. Yeah, for all you fine ladies out there. Well, as I stated, we um, have some new music tonight. But we want to make sure that you're uh, set up with your favorite beverage uh, Because we're going to have a little party tonight as well I'm going to go back and dig back through the crates And uh, bring back some music from the past As you know, this love, this uh, radio station and our um, theme here Is all about love And the four C's is the main thing that you have to have When you're in a loving relationship We call it Compromise, communication, compatibility, and commitment. If you don't have any of those four bricks holding up your relationship, if it's cracked, then you've got to repair that brick. If it's unrepairable, then you've got to move on. Those four bricks, compromise, communication, compatibility, and commitment. And as we get closer to the holiday, that's when I'm going to be starting on my book, my audio book. Yeah, we're going to... Uh, Stretch it out and uh, sketch it out. And I'm going to do that with uh, Dr. Tipo. He and I are going to be doing a relationship book together, uh, mostly in the audio book. And it's going to be the most comprehensive guide to dating ever written or spoken about. (laughs) So we want you all to keep in touch, keep tuned to that, because probably around the first quarter we're going to release that. Yeah. Right now, I'm going to get into some music, and I found a new song that I like. I'm going to air it here tonight. We're going to kick it off with some other new music as well. Sit back, relax, get your favorite beverage, tell your friends, tune in, because we'll have Lenny Williams on in about a half hour or so. But right now, I'm going to entertain you with, like I said, the best variety of music anywhere on the Internet. We're going to kick things off with this one. By El Barge, featuring Faith Evans, it's called lay with you with zone USA back to back to back to back to back to back, back, to back. back, to back. back, to back. Be some reruns on uh, all of the shows Pretty much we'll Love to give the staff time off to um, You know enjoy it with family and friends That's what Thanksgiving is all about or Even if you just need to Contemplate by yourself Just be thankful So the uh, Plus Size Life will be returning the week after uh, um, Tuesday uh, The Girlfriend Network uh, The following Monday So Paradise Wednesday will be following that The next week I'll be off as well on Thursday night, uh, the countdown. We'll have music running for you, though, absolutely. Right now, I'm going to kick it off with more music, and this one is by Mr. Bill Withers. There was another group that made this song. It's called Who Is He and What Is He to You, for those of you ladies out there messing around. You know some of you do that from time to time. Well, you know back in the day, that ain't new today. It was a record made about it. And I'm going to give you uh, what they call the house version of this particular song By Mr. Bill Withers Who is he and what is he to you On TheLoveZoneUSA.com lovezoneusa.com. <laughs>
2: This is the Fly Jack time. Join us plus my co-host, Jay Anthony Brown. This is Jay Anthony Brown. If you want to hear some good talk and some good music, listen to the Mike T Show on the Love Zone, USA.com. That's what I do. Watch
3: out there now. Come on, DJ. Hit me with another track. <laughs>
0: Singles have the most money to spend, and the LoveZoneUSA.com has accumulated the largest audience of singles on internet radio. They've done this through a variety of shows discussing sex and controversial topics in the areas of relationships, dating, and marriage. They've also attracted celebrities to their show who are known by millions of listeners and fans, like The Temptations, divorce attorney Raul Felder, Gloria Allred, and Danny Glover. Your business will be exposed as a sponsor of a variety of shows with universal themes featuring love and music celebrities, sex, and other controversial topics, offering your business maximum exposure to singles who have the most discretionary income to spend. So contact one of our business consultants today so they can show you how you can generate more traffic and sales to your website by becoming a sponsor of TheLoveZoneUSA.com. And all
1: you have to do is just email us at sales at TheLoveZoneUSA.com. That sales at thelovezoneusa.com, and uh, just put uh, advertisement in the uh, subject line. One of our uh, reps will get right in touch with you. Well, it's about that time, ladies and gentlemen. The last record you heard was uh, the Light, Mr. Kenny Bobian, uh, giving you a little bit of that uh Motherland Music with A little house mix right there it Feels truly true We're going to take you back with more moments of memories uh, In a different vein Everything from blues to R&B To you know some uh, ballads uh, I got it all for you right now With a special guest Real special guest I, had a, I never had a chance to meet the man um, I've been playing his music since I was a kid And I went to NJR Got a chance to play it on AM radio. Matter of fact, I was playing it when they were top ten hits. Now they call it Classic Soul. I'm here from the AM radio to FM radio, the satellite radio, and now I'm on internet radio all over the world wide web. I want to introduce to you, ladies and gentlemen, one of the premier lead singers of R&B. This is what you call R&B royalty. Yeah. This man goes so far back that uh, you know when we used to play his records, they had we call them reject records. You put them on a 45 spindle and you let them drop and you let them reject because you would play them over and over and over again. And I'm going to play some of those songs for you tonight. As I said, you know a lot of DJs have the same music, but there's very few of us left that can play the music the way it was. Back in the day, and right now, I'd like to bring on my guests with you to introduce them to you, ladies and gentlemen. Right now, I have on the line our special guest this evening, Mr. Lenny Williams, former lead singer of Tower of Power. Lenny, how are you? Welcome to the Love Zone USA. Um,
2: oh, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. The love, hey, anytime I can be in the love zone, I'm, I'm uh, that, that's all right, that's the top of my list right there, yes. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I've been listening to your new music, yeah. (laughs) I know, that's why we wanted to get you into it. that rock, oh, 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 my favorite now is rock my, what is rock my body like I ain't got a bone in the back. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Oh, yeah, rock
2: me baby, yes, right, yeah. You know, I had to do some blues, you know, I mean, I remember growing up and, you know, your parents wouldn't said don't you didn't want you to listen to no blues, and uh, I used to always wonder why. And uh, and they, and then as I got older, uh, you know, I, I, it, I was really inquisitive about it, and I'd hear songs like uh, uh, "Going to Kansas City" or you know, uh, and stuff like that, and I said nothing, nothing bad about that song. But then I started really listening to some of that blues. I said, oh man, yeah, uh, you know, yeah. Blue, people talk about rap lyrics, boys. Some of that blues from the 1920s and stuff had some really interesting lyrics, you know, if you go back and check it out.
1: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I know our audience doesn't know what we're talking about. I'm going to get into that as the first song, actually. But before I do, uh, Lenny, why don't you tell our audience, so where you came from and uh, where you grew up and uh, what got you into music? I always start right there because that well, usually goes back to. Well, the, I,
2: was, I was born the, into. I was born in uh, Little Rock, Arkansas, and then uh, my parents uh, moved to um, California when I was around about 14 months old, so I was raised in California, Oakland, California to be exact, and, uh, you know, started going to church and and uh, lived down on, right off of 7th Street, you know, that's uh, the main street where all the clubs were, and the churches, and pool hall, and boxing gym, and so it was just, you know, black life, you know, in the... In the 50s for me, well, I was born in the 40s, but you know, you know, when I first started really figuring out, you know, what it was, you know, it was somewhere close to the 50s, and in the 50s, and so uh, you're just influenced by by all of that and all the music uh, from the church and from music and all the clubs and and you know we lived right off the street where James Brown and all the artists would come, um, uh, Count Basie, you name it. They'd all come through there and, uh, you know, we'd see the, the cars and stuff like that and and it just uh, excited me and it was just something I just wanted to be involved in.
1: And uh, when, when we look back at that era and those artists were coming to town and, I, I, I'm, you know, for you to rip off their names like that, it, it, it means that they had already established themselves as, uh, you know, uh, notable artists. So name me a couple of songs or records that, you know, you you would rock on your your uh, <laughs> what we call them record players
2: back in that day. Well, my daddy was kind of strict. You know, he didn't really the allow uh, any music, uh, music that wasn't gospel music, church music to be played at the house. Uh, okay. But uh, you know, as soon as he he go to work. He'd been in that corner where, you know, we turn that radio you know, turn that down on that radio and we'd be listening. at <laughs> a DJ called uh Jumpin' George and he'd be playing all the blues songs, you know, by T Bon Walker and people like that. And uh, you know, we just listened to him, B.B. King and and uh, just listen to all the all the various songs, you know, by Brooke Benton, you name it, and Clyde McFatter, people, you know, from that uh, era right. and uh, just all the you know, all the music, the coasters, you name it, we was just, you know, all ears and, you know, and just soaking it up.
1: Well, you know what, ladies and gentlemen, since he's talking about that era and I kind of opened it up that way, I want to take you back and I want to show you how that music influenced Mr. Williams. We're going to come back and talk to him in just a minute. But right now, just to kick off the show, and before we get into the Tower of Power, I'm going to take you into some blues because I really like this one right here. Matter of fact, this is on uh, Lenny Williams. <laughs> this is on your label, right, Lenny? Uh, the Rock Me Baby? Yes, my label. label,
2: right, uh-huh. Yes, sir. Uh, yes, I'm Bridal okay. Ridge Records, right. Yeah, yeah.
1: So normally I would take you back, ladies and gentlemen, to where they started, and that would be with Tower of Power. We're going to get to that in a minute. But right now, since we're talking about the blues, B.B. B. King and all that he used to listen to on the radio, He's going to get a chance to listen to it again But this time It's his Right here on the Love Zone USA This is Rock Me Baby by Lenny Williams
2: Talking about no biz quick. I want something from scratch.
3: Roll me, baby. Like I want. Won't you rock me baby Like my butt Like my butt Ain't got no bone This for the country folks Early in the morning For the rooster crow I reach over and shake my baby Tell so the girl I want some more And all
1: is Big Daddy Kane and trust me when it comes to love there's no half stepping on the love zone usa.com
3: of cool cool in the gang. When you want the best in love and entertainment, be sure to listen to the Girlfriend Network, where you not only get advice on dating, but the best music on the internet with a little summer madness on the love zone, USA.com.
1: And uh, you hear, you know, send some serious condolences to that man He's done so much for the music industry Speaking yes. of cool, you know, that was during the era where you, where guys in the band we're, were kicking it I mean, you guys, Tower Power, Cooling the Gang at a Horn section, Earth, Wind and Fire You know, that was the day back then Ladies and gentlemen, I got my guest oh, yeah. on the phone, <laughs> Lenny Williams And Lenny, speaking of Tower Power we're just going to go back there for a minute and I might have one more record. I got to play for them and then uh, I'm going to get into all your stuff. Um, how did you get, how did you find out about Tower Power and what, what migrated you over to to that band?
2: Well, I uh, had done a record. I was on fantasy records and, uh, mm-hmm. and I had uh, recorded a song and um, a friend of mine was like, well, when are you going to do a show? And I was like, well, I don't have a band. And they said, well, uh, the mailman, he manages bands. And so I met the mailman. So he took me uh, down to a city called Fremont, maybe about um, 30 miles outside of Oakland, and introduced me to a band called the Motown Blue-Eyed Soul Band. Mm-hmm. And so I met these young young kids, and a couple of them were high school, and, and then some of them were still in high school. So we rehearsed, and we might have done one show and then, um, you know, it just didn't happen because it was just kind of hard to make it happen. And so uh, fast forward a couple of years later, I was working with Larry Graham and we were working on the Graham Central Station album, which at that time, we didn't really know it was going to be Graham Central Station because he was still with um, uh Sly and the Family Stone. And so he wanted to put some horns on some of the music that we were working on. And uh this, he called this band Tower Power to come over. They put the horns on, and they come walk through the door. I oh, I know these guys, the kids from the Motown, you know, soul band. And so we got reacquainted, and I started writing for the band, actually, and uh, wrote on uh, their second album, the Bump City album. And then uh, they were having some problems with the singer. And uh, so um, I wound up, you know, not only writing for them, but becoming the lead singer. And we went in and did so very hard to go and what is hip and all that stuff like that. And, you know, and here I am talking to you, you know, uh, you know, 50 years later. Yeah. So, yeah, so it was uh, just kind of an amazing thing. Yeah.
1: Yeah, you, you brought up Larry Graham and, um, you know, Sly and the Family Stone, because that was all going on out in that area, the Bay Area. It, what, was the Sly? From, Sly was from California, right, or, or Oakland? Or, yeah, or, that Sly was, was like
2: from, uh, right up the road from Vallejo, which is like, you know, Brooklyn. 15 minutes from Oakland. Yeah, right. Yeah, so, and, uh, you yeah, know, we all went to church together, me, Sly, wow. uh, the Hawkins family, Ed, Walter, Tremaine. And uh wow. odia coach that sang, uh having my baby with Paul Anka, uh Dorothy Morrison, you know, just uh yeah, you know, just uh, a whole host of people then we fellowship with uh Andre krauts and Billy Press and them. They come down from Los Angeles so we go down there and have choir competitions and things like that. So it was just uh you know, just a whole host of uh, you know, young singers and musicians, uh you know, singing gospel, and then eventually people started to matriculate out and do other things.
1: Wow. Wow. Well, I want you to give our audience a little bit of education, because when I get guys on like you, who I consider legends, uh, you came up during the era where, like I tell everybody, y'all's records had to cross over. (laughs) uh, Yeah. you, You know, you had... Out on the R&B and then crossover, it wasn't like, you know, you put it on MTV and it's in all the households at once, you know, know, BET, it's in all the households at once and the Internet it's in everybody's car, you know, phone, you know, it was a different era then. But uh, tell our audience, and especially the younger people listening, what a record deal meant. And if you had to put one thing on it that, that got you excited about having a record deal... Back in that day, what were the things that were really exciting about the record industry back then?
2: Well, I guess, you know, the, the one thing was like getting signed by a record company, a major label. Then you knew that, uh, you know, your records are going to be distributed all across the uh, the country. And like you said, we right. didn't have all the big shows. I mean, the only thing you had then was uh, Soul Train and uh, you know, Dick Clark. <laughs> You know, was waiting for MTV and all of that stuff and BET. And so um, – but at least you knew that, you know, you had the opportunity to, you know, get your record on the radio if it was good enough. So then you had to make a record that was – uh, uh Generally, so if you were, you know, a black artist or an artist that played soul music, your record would kind of start out on the black radio stations, and then, uh, then when you say it would cross over, then it would kind of cross over to, you know, to the stations that played uh, what they call pop music. Or, you know maybe mostly white music and 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 then that way uh you know everybody was listening to your music, you know except for maybe you know country stations and if you got if it hit big enough then you 'd even get played on country stations you know so uh, so there was different levels, different plateaus that you had to uh you know uh to to conquer or to cross over to and so you know that's why where you had you know people you know record executives and you know people who went to promotion people who you had expertise in certain you know areas you know and everybody had their little area and you know you go to town and and you know they take you to the station and you know you shake hands and make it work and you know back in them days you know they had payola and you know do what you had to do to Make the record work, you know, and uh, and it was uh, it was an interesting time. It was like
1: the Wild West. Well, also tell our audience because at that particular time you were with Band Tower Power, and that was an integrated band, and that had to be a very unique situation during that time. I mean, today we have a little divisiveness, you know, with the president and and and, and the climate today. Try to explain mm-hmm. to our audience you know what it was like with a integrated band. I mean, you guys you guys were on a, on a, on an island by yourself. There weren't too many black and white, you know, bands or groups working together. What what was it like, Lenny? Tell all this. Doing that Yeah, time, well,
2: yeah, Chester Thompson and I when I when I got in the band, Chester Thompson and I were the only uh, you know, two black guys in the band. Chester played yeah. organ and uh, you know, so we would go places and yeah uh, you know when we were in big cities you know like uh you know Los Angeles or oakland or you know uh we didn't really get you know, to atlanta uh but you know we'd go to uh, say like baltimore or d c you know you had uh you know a nice uh, integrated uh, audience um but uh, we go when we' go to the midwest and we'd be back in Idaho or some place like that or Fargo north Dakota and then uh, you know we we plan and the majority of the audience was uh with white, it was kind of interesting. And I remember one time we were, uh, Bill Graham, a, you know, great, uh, promoter, uh, had us uh, on, uh, in the summertime, we were somewhere in the Carolinas at one of those big speedways and, and Carlos Santana on the show. And uh, I think, uh, um, you know, a fog hat, you know, some rock band, we played with a lot of rock bands. And, uh, so it was hot in the summertime and, And this big speedway and had you know eighty, ninety thousand people and maybe you know ninety five percent of them was white. And it's high noon and they you know then smoke some weed and have four or five beers. And here I come out, you know uh, the the band comes out and you know it's you know all white boys and they playing the instrumental and then bam I come out and I'm singing a love song to all these uh, white girls you know, with these white boys and uh, you know, they didn't like it and and I remember they started doing beer bottles and stuff, you know, it's like under oh, Bill Grant's, okay, that's okay, you guys can just uh you know, you still gonna get paid. Never mind, never mind, just pull something off. You know, so it was we had some you know, some interesting uh times, you know, especially when we go in certain areas, say like in, you know, in the middle of Iowa or uh Idaho, wow. places like that, you know, so it was like, okay, we don't know what to expect but uh we managed to uh, to you know to make it on through well
3: that
1: that's what I wanted the young ones to hear that you guys paved the way and even in that era where these 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 youngers get a chance when when they talk hip hop and they can work together Dr. Dre can work together with Eminem and it's not a problem and you can walk them into a label it wasn't like that Here's he a gentleman that I got on the phone telling you straight up because he lived it. He There was a white band. Majority of the band was white. He walks on stage singing a love song that I'm getting ready to play, and he's, he's, he's getting beer bottled down. Yeah, imagine that. Imagine that. So, Lenny, I want you to tell our audience a little bit about this song, So Very Hard to Go, and how that came about before I get into it.
2: Well, when I uh, joined Town Power, they had a, uh, uh, well, before me, they had another singer and, uh, and he was, uh, you know, they were having problems with him, you know, uh, you know, he was on uh, drugs and also, you know, lead singers can be, you know, you know, they can be temperamental, you know, because you out front and, you know, generally you're going to get the girls or, or you, you know, people kind of identify the band with you and, and you have to be, you have to really know how to handle that. You have to know how to handle uh, you know, being the lead singer so that you don't alienate the guys in the band and and um and so there was some friction going on. So when I joined the band, they had already recorded recorded so very hard to go there. That whole album they had it all ready and so they took all the vocals took his vocals off and then I went in and I said, Well, I don't wanna hear I don't want to hear what he did because I don't want to be influenced by it. And he said I copied him. So I said, I just want to do my own thing. So I went in and uh, sang So Very Hard to Go. I think I sang it in December, uh, 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 November, December of, um, of 1972. And by the end of January of uh, 1973, it was number one all across the country. Yeah.
1: Well, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to get into that song. And then after that, we're going to get into a lot of Lenny Williams' solo career. Right now, I'm going to take you into a song and title. So very hard to go right after this. The Love Zone U.S. The Love Zone you love here zone.
3: Me and Mrs.
1: Jones. The love zone USA where you can listen to your heart and we live and learn and learn from Tower of Power and uh I have the gentleman who was the lead singer of that group. Uh on that particular song. It was uh Rick Stevens who was uh leading that particular song and uh I played that song specifically to ask the question at this point. Um uh, I know Rick was uh one of the um gentlemen that was that the band was having problems with and and I guess he departed. Lenny, when 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 you came into the band, uh, I guess that song was already made, if I'm correct, and then you took over. I would presume on shows you had to sing that song. Am I am I correct, or uh, correct me if I'm wrong?
2: Oh yeah, no, I sang that song. sang a few other songs that uh, that the band already had, and then uh, you so, know uh, I re-recorded. Well, we recorded that, and there's you know a version of me singing that too that we recorded in the studio, and uh, yeah, so it was uh, interesting, you know. Uh, you know, I made it my own, you know, and uh sang it a little bit differently, yeah. but uh you know, yeah. you, know but, uh, you know, definitely uh you know, uh tried to adhere, you know, to the majority of the melody and uh yeah, so that's a, that's a great song. Uh, you know, Rick passed away uh here uh, I guess a couple of years ago, about 2 years ago I think. Yeah, it's been about yeah, 2 years right, now. Yeah.
1: yeah. I heard about that. Yeah. So there is a version out there with your voice on it, on it. Yeah, it's
2: the on the uh, what is uh uh, what it's an album with, with the with the shoes on it. I, I think it's called. Uh, uh, I can't think of the name of it, but uh, it's a uh, uh, has a um, two. Uh, uh, I guess like two CDs, right? Yeah, yeah, and it uh, and it has a version of me uh, singing. Uh, um, still a young man, I sing it sometimes. You know, when I'm on the West Coast, you know, uh, and okay. you know, people like to hear me singing. Yeah. Uh
1: uh-huh, Yeah. you do it, it in the shows, okay? Do you do do you do any performing on the East Coast? Or has it been part of the uh, you know the map for for you? As a solo artist?
2: Yeah, I, I get out there, you know, uh, New Jersey. Been uh, to New York for a little bit. Uh, uh, get out, uh, okay. Okay. you know, Philadelphia. I was in Philadelphia earlier this year. Uh, uh, out there, uh, actually, they showed show with me, Ti, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so that was kind of interesting. Yeah. And uh, yeah. in Philadelphia, and uh, let's see, you know, I was up in uh, Baltimore uh, doing the show uh, there, and uh, I got was up in DC maybe a couple years ago, maybe about three years ago. You know, so yeah, so a lot, a lot of times I'm mostly in the Midwest, down south, you know, down Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, Texas. Actually, I'm going to Texas this weekend, and down to mm-hmm. Dallas doing a show with Betty Wright down there. You know, so but I don't go on the East Coast as much. You know, but you know, back to Connecticut, it was back there just shows with Blue Magic and different people like that. You know, so uh, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm trying to start to come back that way a little bit more often. You know, yeah.
1: Well, I'm gonna stay in touch because like, I would look just meet you and see you perform, and definitely perform that song because I I hear your voice on it uh, in my head. <laughs> Trust me.
2: Oh yeah, right. Was, yeah, it's just the album that has the the. The the the, I can't think of the name of it, but it has the uh, platform shoes on it, you know, and uh, Mm -hmm. so there's Mm -hmm. that version of me uh, singing it. There, we actually did a a, uh, interview at a radio station that had a uh, recording studio in it, so we, you know, did our show there, and so I sang that song and you know other songs, you know, because it was like my first year in the band, so I was singing a lot of the songs that the band had recorded previously. (laughs) Uh, to me being in the band, and and then also singing, uh, you know, the stuff uh, with what is hip and uh, so very hard to go, and all the you know, this time it's real. All the songs that I have recorded on the first album, so you know, it's it's a, it's a unique um, album that it gives people an opportunity to hear me sing, uh, you know, some of the songs that uh, that the band had previously recorded before I uh, got got in the band. Yeah, so so it has a kind of a live yeah but it was a studio recorded yeah
1: yeah yeah and what I also want to kind of display for our audience that band had so much talent um richard Elliot came out of the band huge groove where were you part of it at that time or did they come after or where where was no that richard time?
2: came after me yeah right richard came after yeah. me but when I was in the band book well, uh lenny Pickett uh was in the band then you know he's now the uh the music director for Saturday Night Live he's been over there i guess for maybe ten fifteen years right. Uh, right. Yeah, Lenny Pickett. And, uh yeah, let me pick it and uh you know so and you know of course David Garibaldi, the drummer and Rocco. yeah you know yes so um yeah, but yeah a lot of a lot of talent uh within that band and you know come you know uh you know they uh, kind of uh you know have a uh you know open door policy for um you know, for new uh, talent, you know, I think it's only like three original guys left in the band. The current formation of that band right now, I think that would be Emilio Castillo, uh, Steve Kupka, doc, the one we call Doctor, and uh, David Garibaldi. I think Rocco, uh, for what I understand, uh, retired this year. He's had some health issues. And so, um, so. but, you know, so, um, so a lot of young guys get a chance to come in the band and do their thing and then, you know, matriculate on out and, you know, and, and, uh, do, do other things.
1: Well, another thing before I get into your music, which I'm going to do right in a minute, uh, tell our audience, <laughs> I see that a lot of, uh, music that, uh, was by Tower Power. And I guess you as well was, was sampled by different, different artists. Can you, uh, kind of, cause, cause I'm seeing here, um, uh, cause I love you was sampled by havoc and the mob deep and, uh, there was a uh, another song, Trey Songs Girl, you know, was uh, was uh, Trey Songs did that and Young Jeezy. And then they had um, I Do featuring Jay Z and Andre 3000. Uh, tell our audience when you guys made records back in the past, you know how they've influenced these young people today, hip hop. And one, how it influenced them, and two, are there any hip hop artists that you'd like to work with? if you had to choose
2: one. Yeah, uh definitely. Uh you know, uh those songs that you mentioned were songs that I wrote and uh you know, uh uh and um and it was just exciting, you know, for you know, for this Kanye West and uh you know Twister sampled me and you know Jay Z, like you said, Andre Three Thousand, Young Cheesy, uh, you know, it was just uh, the the tree songs and it was uh, just uh amazing. Uh, you know, uh, to to know that a lot of that music was written before they were born. You know, and then uh, for right. them to, you know, to, to you know, to, to hone in on it and find it, and then to uh, you know, take it and sample it and make new music out of it, and then of course, you know, we're talking about the music business, and so if you handled your business, not only, you know, would you be uh, idolized uh, through the music. But, you know, you'd be getting some money in that mailbox, you know, and getting those checks <laughs> and everything like that. So I was fortunate to uh, to you know, to learn about, you know, the business aspect of the music back then and that you know, on own my own publishing and so, you wow. know, uh you know, it's been not only a uh, a blessing for me, uh, you know, uh, through my as an artist, you know, and my artistry, but uh, it's you know, been a financial blessing to me also. When uh, you know the young rappers uh, sample my songs, and in terms of a uh, a young uh, hip hop artist that I would, uh, would like to work with, uh, that uh, I, you know, I mean, I I think I I'd, I I'd, I'd really I'd kind of like to work with Drake or Kanye West or I don't know if R Kelly, would, you know, R Kelly kind of like he kind of crosses his uh, so he's hip hop R and B and yeah, a bit of everything, you know, uh, pop, you know, but, you know, definitely R Kelly would be somebody I would, you know, really like to work with Dr. Dre. You know, it's just, just a lot of people out there that, um, that, uh, you know, that uh, have a lot of ideas and, uh, and that, uh, I, I had spoken, uh, also to Big Daddy Kane, uh, about maybe doing something, uh, you know, you know, a lot of these guys, they have a wealth of information and, uh, ideas about, uh, you know, old school music, and and, and they know it pretty well, and they could definitely, uh, you know, produce something, you know, that would be, uh, you know, I think would be, you know, fantastic and spectacular.
1: Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, see, Ronald Isley has tapped into that R. Kelly thing, and uh, you know, a lot of them going back with a, uh, you know, um, a Snoop Dogg, and you know, I just had mm-hmm. uh, uh, L. J. Reynolds, he worked with him, and. You know, that would be yeah. fantastic for you know, to yeah,
2: collaborate I did you know. with Snoop. Uh, oh, yeah. You did? I did a record okay. with Snoop. Uh, we wrote a song called, uh, he told me he had n- never written a song for his mother. And uh, so I was at, the, ah. at his house, and he's like, I never wrote a song for my mother. And he played, uh, you know, he had some music. And he said, you, you feel that? I was like, yeah. So he went and got a pad and... and and a pencil and left out the room. So keep on hitting that button and just and, and looped it and you know, and, and about fifteen minutes i went out there and got him told him, Come on, I got it, you know, and uh, we did that and uh and it's just interesting, uh maybe about I guess two months ago uh I got uh something on email that uh they're getting ready to put that song in a in a tv show a movie and you know, wow. I had to sign a little paperwork. Mm-hmm. I'm in mean, nice little check and, wow. <laughs> and everything like wow. that. So it was like, oh man, shoot. Uh, you know, we did that song, I guess, maybe 15 years ago. I think that was when Snoop was Ooh. down there with the Master P and them. Uh-huh. And, right. Uh huh. And it just goes to show you, you know, you, you take care of your business. I, you know, I did my writing and on my part of the publishing. And then you're ready to put it in, a, in this movie or TV movie. And, and they had to come to me, you know. And so that's a. That's why it's just important to, you know, take care of the business aspect of uh, of this thing that we call the music
1: business. Absolutely. So we're going to talk about that when we come back. But right now, I want to get into two of your songs uh, specifically. Tell our audience about Still and then Six in the Morning. Then we're going to play your single. Yes. Uh, but tell our audience about Still. I, I like that song. <laughs>
2: Yes, still uh, was written by Andre Crouch's uh, nephew, uh, uh, Keith Crouch, and by uh, God, I always forget his name, uh, but him and his partner, they wrote most of the songs for Brandy. And so a good friend of mine, Ken Wilson, who uh, was uh, president over at uh, uh, Sony and uh, worked with uh, Clive Davis, uh, he um, called me up and told me that he had a, a song for me. And, uh, you know, played it for me, and then I got with my producer, DOA, Derek Allen, and okay. uh, yeah, we went in the studio down in Sacramento and recorded it, and, uh, you know, the great things happened that, with that song, yes.
1: Yeah, well, ladies and gentlemen, here's uh, Lenny Williams and his solo effort. This one, we're going to come back right after this with uh, 6 in the Morning. We're going to talk about that. And oh
2: yeah, at 6 in the morning When we talk about that now, you want to do it later
1: Yeah, well, I'm I'm going to play it and then you can talk about it afterwards But okay, right okay, now cool. we're going to go to Still And this is by Lenny Williams his solo effort On the Love Zone USA
3: First time that I ever laid eyes on you, I recall the moment seems like only yesterday. I never thought you'd ever come my way. Not only did you do it, but you stayed. You stayed right here, and I wanna think think heaven. Never had to change my mind It's almost too good to be real I can't believe you love me Like the very first day we met A love story that I know we won't forget Still going and it ain't over yet As long as you love me I was out there chasing fame and fortune Trying to do the things a man should do. But I could still call you my lady. Cause I'm coming right back home to you. Messing around. But I'm messing around. And I gotta thank you for the loyalty you give to me. Wanna thank heaven and I. Never had to change my mind It's almost too good to be real I can't believe you love me Like the very first day we met A love story that I know we won't forget Still going and it ain't over yet As long as you love me Like the very first day we met A love story Cause we're still in love. Now listen, baby. Oh, nobody likes nobody likes a fool in love. But a fool in love is me. Hey, you held on to my heart, and in spite of me. After all these years That you're still in love with me Ooh, Still in love Still in love with me baby yeah. Every single day of my life You're still in love with me Hi. Hey! Like the very first day we met A love story that I know we won't forget As long as you love me, if you want to get up early in the morning, baby, yeah, make love while the sun is coming up, then I'm going to fix you breakfast in bed, girl, and while you eat your breakfast, girl, I'm going to run your bathwater, make it hot and bubbly like you like it, girl, and when you, when you get dressed, girl, oh, we going to go for a walk, and we going to go down to the park and have lunch, oh, girl, just like we did when we first met. Oh, we're going to come home and watch a movie. Oh, girl. Eat some popcorn light a fire. And I'm going to hold you
2: close to me, girl. And we're going to make love. We're going to make love. Because we stand. Hi, this is Phil Perry. Hi, this is Phil
3: Perry. And when I listen to love songs, I listen to Love Zone USA with Mike T. doesn't get any better. I'm going to call Lenny Williams. Hello, this is Lenny Hey man, listen, I'm trying to do something special for my girl tonight Are you trying to do something real special, huh? And I know if anybody knew what to do, it would be you Got my new CD? I got this new CD, man, and I love it Yeah, put on trackboard Right, trackboard Put it on don't stop till 6 in the morning. All right, cool. We'll talk to you tomorrow. All right. Thanks. All right.
1: let's make love till six in the morning Uh, and uh better yet let's just have sex in the
2: morning (laughs)
1: hey yeah yeah
2: that's that's the best time
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh absolutely absolutely my brother Lenny this has been a pleasure to have you on I got one more to play a song called fine but before we get into that and uh I think the last song I'm gonna do, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give him a little soul tonight before we close out. But um, tell him about okay. six in the morning. Just tell, them, tell our audience a little bit. Yeah, six about in the morning. Six, I was working with uh with DoA.
2: He's a a bass player that played with Janet Jackson, played with Lionel Richie for years, and a producer. And so we started hanging out, and I I think he wrote that song. I may have written it with him, but I'm pretty sure that he wrote that. And, uh, and, you know, we did the record, and I was just excited to do it. And, uh, you know, it just turned out to be a fantastic record, and I really enjoyed doing it. You used a little auto-tune, you know, kind of make it a little modern and everything like that. Right. And uh, and people, you know, people, people seem to like it.
1: And uh, before I get into this next song, I want you to give our uh, audience one last piece of education. About publishing and writing their songs, specifically for the young people today, so that they understand when you were talking earlier, you wrote these songs back in the late 70s, 70s, and during that time period, how that affected yes. you by you having publishing. You said you owned your publishing, or was it a 50 50 deal? Right, yeah, or you I'm my, it? Explain that. Publishing, right. yeah. the, right. okay. Explain that to these young before it? I get. The song well,
2: it'd be like if I, if I went somewhere tonight, you know, and I met somebody at a club, and they were performing, and they knew. And I said, oh, man, you're talented. And I said, I'm going to sign you to my record company. And so then they write a song, and it's in my publishing company. And let's just say they write a song, and I take it, and I give it to Drake, and he records it, and it sells, you know, 10 million albums. And I said, oh, i got a check for you for a million dollars. As the publisher, I'm gonna get a million dollars, and all I had mm-hmm. to do was sign to my publishing company. And the only thing it costs him to have a publishing company is twenty five dollars. Go down to the the county courthouse and get pick a name, and uh, you know pick his mama's name, his daddy's name, mix his mom and dad's <laughs> name together, you know whatever, and uh, and start his own publishing company. And so for a $25 piece of paper, you know, uh, you know, there goes a million dollars to me. You know, so, but, you know, you don't necessarily have to have all your publishing, you know, I mean, Smokey Robinson, you know, most of the songs that he wrote, Barry Gordy owned the publishing, but Barry Gordy, you know, every time he signed a new artist, you know, he'd do new songs on them, then he'd have them do five or six of Smokey's songs, so, and then he'd get Smoky songs in movies and smoky songs the, on the elevator and stuff like that. So if you got a good publisher that works your music, then sometimes, you know, you might do a 50-50 deal with them or something like that. But definitely uh, on the part of the publishing, you know, you have control over what happens. Uh, you know, let's just say, for instance, if Donald Trump wanted to use your music and you didn't like, you know, his political point of view, if you own the yeah. publishing, you could say, you can't use my music for, uh, promoting your, you know, your, your, your platform or, you know, or whatever, you know, and but if you just wrote it and somebody else owned the publishing, you know, you can just sit at home and say, Oh, he's playing my song, but I can't, I can't do nothing about it, you know? So it gives you control. And it also will, you know, the, I guess the main thing, it gives you, uh, you know, uh, a source of income.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely lenny, it has been my pleasure to have you on the air tonight, but I gotta close with your single this is uh i guess brand new fine um before we talk about that. Tell our audience where they can contact you your website your social media how that uh, how people can 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 stay in touch with you because you know I wanted to do this interview so that they would know that you've 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 come from legendary status, but you're still current, so uh uh tell our audience yes. how they can et cetera.
2: Well, they can reach me uh, on my website at lennywilliams dot com. I'm also on Facebook, Twitter at Lenny Williams, Instagram at Lenny Williams, and so I'm available. You know, I check at daytime, nighttime, you know, noon time, and you know, I answer, you know, myself, and I don't have anybody answering, you know. So you can, you know, I'm uh, you know accessible, and you can reach me if you have any questions about the music business or anything like that. Definitely, you know, uh, willing to give some free advice. And so, uh, like I said, uh, LennyWilliams.com, uh, everything else at Lenny Williams, you know, and uh, and and as my dad would say, here I is, yeah.
1: <laughs> well, like we always say on this show, we like to educate, elevate, and entertain, and I, I hopefully
2: All right. these young people
1: will uh, get educated. And I want to make note, ladies and gentlemen, for you youngins out there, he said that was free advice. Trust me, the Jackson Five wish they had a, had that free advice when they couldn't take their name with them. The moments wish they had that free advice when they couldn't use that name anymore that they established and had to change it to their own, Ray Goodman and Brown. The advice he gave you tonight was save you money. <laughs> so I just I just wanted to point that out. We're not like any other radio station. And Lenny, why don't you tell our audience about this song "Fine" before I get a, get ready to play that? I know I held you a little bit longer, but you know, you, you're
2: well, that's lucky. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I uh, I ran into a, a young kid uh, out here named Levi Caesar, and uh, I'd heard about him. I, actually I knew his family, but I I didn't, you know. And I probably saw him when he was younger, but you know, I didn't know him as he grew up. And he played with Prince. He was in uh, Prince's uh, New Power Generation Band as a guitar player. And so about uh, last year, I ran into him and we started hanging out, working on music and writing songs and, uh, and uh, wrote this song, uh, Fine, and uh, put it out. And we've just been having some great success, getting a lot of streams, a lot of spins, and you know just excited about it. And uh, matter of fact, we're working on a whole uh, new CD right now, which should probably be out sometime uh, January or February of next year.
1: Well, when you when you do get it, you know you got a home here. You know you got a home here. I, I appreciate like that,
2: Mike. Most definitely, I definitely do. Yes, yeah.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. We go too far, far back. <laughs> I know you personally. You know it. Songs I used to play in my bedroom long before I started playing them in the <laughs> at the NJR So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, yes. with no friends I like to again say thank you, Lenny Williams, for lending your time and your your insight to our audience. And we appreciate you coming on, and I, I'd love to have you back. Uh, I'll uh, you know be in touch with Ken, and I'd like to stay in touch with you. And and again, thank you so much. We're gonna close with this particular song, Fine. But uh, love to have you back again, okay, Lenny?
2: Yes, sir. On the love song with Mike G. My pleasure. Yeah. All right. Yeah.
1: You got it, my brother. Here we are, ladies and gentlemen. This is his new song. It's entitled Fine on the Love Zone, USA.
3: It's a brand new day, sunlight beaming through the window shade, a cup of coffee with a morning kiss on, enjoy myself today, on the top of my list, ain't nothing on TV, I don't need the blues, so I grab the keys, Time to take the cruise, windows down, as I'm rolling the jet. not bad for a black boy who thought he'd never had Know. They're playing my music on the radio There's no need for my head down I ain't got no regrets I sung on many stages And I gave it my best I got a good woman Who loved me through the years 35 and counting And we're still Better know about you It's not how you start It's how you see it through I'm doing fine If anybody asks me I'm okay If anybody can I try to live right Save a little cash And I pray every day a Soul Train line. If anybody asks you, you can tell them that I
1: What's going on? It's me, your man, Will Downing. I'll be spending the evening with you, my fans, in the love zone, in the love zone, in the love zone. So be sure to tune in on Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Can't wait to see you in the love zone, in the love zone, in the love zone, in the love zone.
3: Yeah, while responding to the treatment Feel the beating
1: vaccination there some soul vaccination by tower power here on the love zone usa well the clock on the wall says that's just about all for yours truly as i always say in closing i hope you've enjoyed my company i hope you've enjoyed my company i've enjoyed yours whatever you do do it with two it's more fun than one put a little love in your life and make sure you bow your head down and be thankful for what you got on the upcoming holiday we're going to be in uh have some. We'll have music for you next week, but we won't be live. We'll be doing reruns. So enjoy your vac- vacation, your holiday. Uh, spend it with the ones you love. And most of all, like I said, spread some love all over the world. I'm going to leave you one of my favorite songs tonight. It's called Shapes. We'll be back the week after. And uh, not next Thursday, but the following Thursday, I'll be back with more. Giving you more of what you come for. The best variety of music on the internet. Yours truly. Enjoy your holiday. Take care. Be safe. And put some love in your life.
3: Ciao. There's DJ.
2: There's mixed DJ. Club DJ. Mobile DJ. And the occasional dumbass and wannabe. Then comes along a DJ that knows how to party. Party rocker. Rocker. What's up? This is your man Joe. Catch me live on the Love Zone USA. With my man, Mike T. Hey, what's up, you guys? This is Eric Benet, and I want to spend an evening with you, my fans, on the Love Zone, USA.com.